Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back to Fresh Take with Joey and Ranveer, season two. Today we got a very special guest. It is my roommate, Maxwell Jamison Keithley. I've known him since third grade baseball on the Clearwater Thrashers. Shout out the American League. That was the worst league. Uh, we got a great episode. We talked about a plethora of things. I hope you guys enjoy getting to know him, and I hope you like the episode. Stay tuned. Mask off. Masked up Cerrone. Mask off Cerrone. There he is. <sighs> All right. I don't know if you can recognize that beautiful voice, but we're here with Maxwell Jameson Keith. I really hope people didn't recognize that voice. It's probably a bad thing. Maxwell Jameson. Don't ever cut me off again on my own podcast. Don't ever Stupid say my idiot. name on your podcast. Joey and Ranveer, fresh take. I don't know. Did I mistake the title or is Max Keithley not in the title? <laughs> I don't think he is yet. I'm coming in aggressive today. Like he might said, take I, your spot, Loki. I'm coming in very aggressive. Joey's coming in hot, man. We, <laughs> if you join the podcast, we'd have to redo the logo. I could be your Jamie. Think about it. Just think about it. He is okay. Uh, we'll give, okay. Let's let's just Maxwell Keithley. Please introduce yourself. Tell tell the people what you're about. Yeah, cool. Um, my name is Max. Obviously, buddies with Joey. I live with him. We both go to IU. I've known Joey for a while. I've known Ranveer for. Not a while, but he's become a good buddy of mine. Um, I'm a sophomore. I'm Wait. just pretty excited to get talking, I guess. What you majoring in, brother? I'm majoring in public relations. And for a second, I forgot what I was majoring in. <laughs> and what would you like to do with that? Um, honestly, <laughs> I, <laughs> I I just want to get into the realm of people. I'm a big people person. I like conversations, I which is tell. a part of why I'm here. Um, and I want to, like, in a way, not run a company, but I want to be the face of a company. Okay. Because I feel like it's much less work. Like Jared from Subway. Uh, that feels like the please. worst example. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, wasn't his wasn't his sister your your teacher? Who Jared from Subway sister? Yeah, she. Oh no, no, no! That was a teacher at my elementary school. At your elementary, yeah. And I don't know if that yours. was a sister. That could have been a cousin. But I know that they were related. Okay, Mrs. Fogel. My dad did her wedding. Really, he was a wedding DJ for that wedding. Yeah, I thought you might have had her. No, she was like a third grade teacher. I had I had Mrs. Black at the time. Oh, uh, you could talk uh, to Lance Marshall about that. Uh, who's your road? Harrison Parkway. Oh, okay. no, Harrison Parkway. Um, <laughs> I actually stemming from what you said about PR and, and people. Yeah. Uh, COVID's got to be weird for that because you are a people person. From I've yeah. grown up with you, and you, yeah, yeah. You, I've always said you could drop Max like anywhere, and he would have like a couple of numbers by the end of the night, whether yeah. it be networking. So is that weird for you that uh, you can't? Being so early into my major, there's not a whole lot of like hands-on experience with public relations, so it's just like learning about it at this point. But it's totally weird. I mean, a lot of what we're learning. We can't put that into the real world yet. I mean, we learn how to have conversations with people. We learn how to greet. We learn how to, like, properly exit a yeah. conversation, how to, like, really engage with people. Um, and when you have to stay six feet apart and you can't shake people's hands, obviously that changes it a little bit. You got a hell of a handshake. <laughs> with my small hands. <laughs> with small, tiny hands. Um, let me leapfrocking off of that last question. Just piggybacking just and Just flipping off of what I just said. <laughs> Um, so PR is a weird field to go into, not only with coronavirus, but also with a total and utter distrust in news and stuff. It's it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. So PR is kind of like the antithesis of journalism. Like you both need each other for yeah. stories and stuff. But how do you think that would affect you if that were your chosen career path? Like the like being in the journalism yeah. field itself? Like distrust well, in that. Yeah. And a part of the reason that I'm in the journalism field is is I I want to be a part of such a failing system. 
Because journalism really? right now, it's dog shit. I mean, to be honest with you, yeah. it's it's a mess. Please don't curse. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to put the E next to our podcast. <laughs> oh, I won't. I won't. These are the conversations we need to have no, before so the R shit. button. Journalism's <laughs> no, dog shit at this point. It's it's a mess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have Fox News and you have CNN yelling on your TV 24-7 about things that, let's be honest, don't even matter. Yeah. It, it's an editorial at this point. Um, and I, I like public relations because it's it's the more real field of journalism. It's the more hands-on, yeah. people-oriented version of journalism. You're not hiding behind a paper. You're not hiding behind a screen. You're you're upfront with people. And I, and I kind of want to be a, a part of, of like a failing industry, like I said, just to see like where it went wrong, when it re- went wrong, and how it can yeah. stop going wrong. I want to be a part of the solution. So with COVID, obviously, um, you are a sophomore, like you said. And in two years, you'll be done with your undergrad. Yep. So as you go into life and advance and, you know, become better, what is one thing that you have learned from COVID? I've learned a lot of things from COVID. Uh, uh, Give me a major. A major. Like a major something big you learned. Yeah. I've learned. (laughs) Yeah, I've learned marketing. No, I've learned how difficult it is for someone like me to be away from people for so long. I mean, you look back at, like, March when things were scary. There was, like, four or five weeks where I didn't I didn't know how long I was going to be without seeing my friends. I didn't know how long I was going to be able to, like, be at home. I didn't know if I was even going to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't know what was going to happen. At the beginning of this pandemic, we thought that the death rates were going to be out of the roof. Yeah. And it was scary for a second. It's, it's just so difficult not knowing. And... You got to embrace the uncertainty. Totally, yeah. totally, and that's something Shout that out I was. Adam Rosenthal. I, <laughs> I was never no prepared for that. You know, like that's scary, yeah. not knowing anything about the situation, yeah. but learning to deal with that is is probably the biggest strength that I was able to come out from. Don't you think it's weird though? At the beginning, it was it seemed so much scarier when there was like six people that were dead from it, and now and here now we are with millions of people. Do you and think it's, it's not like? Do you think it's like ingrained in our system now, where it's just like, yeah, I mean. COVID. I think it's a mix. I think it's a mix. I think we know a little more about it. I yeah. think that we've got a couple vaccines that what are promising. What do you think about the vaccines? I do. I can tell you. Well, I I, tell I'm you. not asking you like how they were made. <laughs> do you have, like, <laughs> I'm like, so when you combine so, the genomes, yeah. with the, um, no, what do you do? You have like high hopes for that, or are you just kind of putting that as kind of you benching that? Yeah, I mean, I've got high hopes. I think that yeah. both companies. I think there's only two that have have come out with promising results right now: there Moderna and Pfizer. But the University of Oxford just came out with really um, Joey with the info, everybody. Joey info, Joey info, I have Snapchat, and then now this pops up sometimes. <laughs> so I'm in the know. But you, you feel hopeful about that? Yeah, I do. I think that it's even if it's not a 100 percent success rate, I think that's something that needs to happen. Yeah. I think that's easing the minds of many Americans. Well, what yeah. about the microchips? <laughs> you want to get in that? You want to get in the Bill Gates microchips? <laughs> Absolutely not. I think we would get pulled off of Spotify. Well, I, I think and that Apple. I would be assassinated after this yeah. podcast. <laughs> we no. got into that. I think it's just nice to ease the minds of Americans, though. Yeah. A vaccine's always important. It's always important to put a vaccine into human beings and make sickness less sick, yeah. obviously. But, um, yeah, with such a, a, a civil unrest in our country right now, that's kind of the thing we need. I think yeah. we need some some ease. Um, so I was watching a video, sorry, <laughs> and I it was about how pandemics end. It was an infographics kind of YouTube video yeah. channel. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, basically, what I learned from that video is there's two endings to a pandemic, a social ending and a fuck, what do you call it? A, uh, clinical. Yeah, like a clinical ending. Yeah. So the, f- the, the social ending, I think, is what we're seeing right now where uh, – People are starting to get back together. People are tired of all those restrictions. Yeah, which it's been a mess. They're about to come back, which is yeah. Yeah. it's about to be interesting to see how people deal with these restrictions that the government's going to place on them. Because the big second wave. Yeah, I think with, uh, with the American mindset, any restrictions that the government puts on you is going to be, you know, yeah. fire right yeah. back. People are going to be pissed off. Yeah, yeah it's, totally. It's, it's Americans. But we could get stuck together because Max and I live together. Yeah, there could be a couple weeks where we're in our apartment what are all you, the time. What are you you excited about that? Dude, a little one-on-one I, time? We got to come up with a list of movies. Oh, uh, we do have to watch movies. Let's watch a couple a day. A couple a day? A couple a day. What do you say? I was thinking we could play euchre and hold hands. And First of all, out. dude, I I don't even think we know how to play euchre. No, so we're we four months into the game. Poker, we still poker, don't know poker. the rules. I do love poker, but Texas we played Holden. euchre because we had COVID yeah. together. Yeah. Um, and we played euchre a lot, 
And then we just found out we don't know the ro- the we, rule yeah, of euchre. I went I went on fall break with my family and I was like, yo, I, I knew I've learned how to play euchre. Like, let's play euchre. My mom and dad were like, yeah, well, we can play euchre with you. And I just got roasted for like forty five yeah. minutes because I didn't know the rules. I didn't know what the bowers were. And it was it was kind of a mess. We I can't believe I'm from Indiana and I learned how to play euchre this year. Well, I've learned it like six different times. It doesn't stick in my brain. No, it never does. I don't it's get it. It's the most complex game. I can play Texas Hold'em like for hours. Yeah. But euchre, man, I, I can't get it. I've down. never met a person of color that knows the rules to euchre. That's probably <laughs> a good indicator. <laughs> Yeah, that is smart to stay away from it. White people are easily entertained by euchre and hot air balloons. And those are the two things that you don't see a lot of people of color doing because they're so mind-numbingly boring. Mundane. 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 It is the salt and pepper of uh, our culture. White people have no culture. Explain euchre, then. Explain Mm -hmm. hot air balloons. Explain Explain the basket. I hate hot air balloons. I've told Max about this. They are the most pointless invention. Okay, so, dude, while we were in Bloomington... um, I live in Stadium Crossing, right next to the stadium. Yeah. And there were a bunch of hot... We were out playing cornhole one day, as we do literally every day. Um, (laughs) Great game. And I saw hot air balloons, like, that were so (laughs) close to the ground, like... At that point, you can hear them. I could yell yell up to them and talk to them. That's how close they were to the ground. And you know they didn't intend to be there, because the hallmark of hot air balloons is there's no steering. You go up There's no and wheel. you pray to God that you will end up in a place without a highway. <laughs> it's simply fire and a basket. Oh, my God. And I could not tell you how much I hate hot air balloons. It's almost 2021, and they're still around. Isn't that insane? You're telling me you don't want to go up in a hot air balloon? I'm telling you I don't. Because every time I go up there, someone's like, I want the window seat. Like, ha, 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 ha. Very funny. I'm going to push you off the hot air balloon. Very funny. <laughs> Number two, what do you do when you're up there? What if you get stuck up there with a couple of idiots? You just got to wait for God to push the wind in the right way that you can go down. Well, I think I think the fire is what makes them go, makes the balloon go up, right? Well, and then yeah. as you, then but no fire, balloon would come down. I know, but you can't control which direction you're going. Oh, hear me out, hear me out. I bet the fire does that too. I bet there's a lot of things we don't know about. Could you angle balloons. the fire? Maybe. I'm not saying you can. I'm not saying you can't. There's a I'm reason. Just, there's got to be. There's got to be steering. Right? I've been in one hot air balloon in my life, and it was the Connor Prairie one. For those of you that don't know, Connor Prairie is a big flagship hot air balloon it's a local history museum living history it's probably a and half mile wide it's on a string so you yeah. go up and down that i think that is the only way you can properly enjoy a hot air balloon maybe that's why you hate hot air balloons i just i don't yeah. know why i hate them so much what yeah. if an airplane comes what do you mean that airplane's got to be going pretty low if it hits a hot air balloon that's another reason why i hate it because the plane could steer it's the plane's right, fault helicopters helicopters ever, are lower to the ground yeah good point it's the helicopter's fault probably no way. I Dude, guarantee I it. There's no, so humans have been around for a while. Helicopters have been around for a while. Between aircrafts, they have conversations. Like they have the, the a hot air balloon doesn't have in. a CV radio. That's what I'm saying. It has a sweaty guy with too much cheese on there. He overpacks. Too much cheese. Because if oh okay, I digress. Max, this, I got pulled out of my hot air balloon stuff. Um, you got angry. I get very heated. I wanted to ask you a question about substitute teaching. Yeah. Because you have a job now. Yeah, but I you do. haven't been able to do it. And Can you tell us why you haven't been yeah. able to? Yeah, well, obviously it's due to COVID restrictions, and I I believe that it was the high school that pulled out first. Um, they said, hey, we're just gonna go back to 100% virtual because we don't have like the manpower to keep teaching. We don't have staff. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's due to COVID. You know, if if one kid in your class gets sick, the teacher has to quarantine. The kids have to quarantine. The, the school screwed. Um, and so that kind of trickled down into like the junior highs and the elementaries, and so now. Um, you know, I sat through a four-hour orientation yeah. meeting. I did days worth of paperwork, all for sitting at my house, not being able to substitute teach because they don't let us do virtual substitute yeah. teaching, um, which is probably for the best because I don't know what I would do <laughs> on a Zoom call at my house with like either. 20, 15-year-olds. But it's unfortunate. What? I get why they're doing it. I get it's probably the safer way to operate, but it's just unfortunate. So you're a PR major. And yeah. Obviously, teaching doesn't have a whole lot to do with PR. Yeah. But do you think you're pulled to it because you like people? It, that's exactly what it is. I have such a tie to Fishers, and I have such a tie to, like, yeah. you know, the school board. I, I love everything about Fishers and everything about, you know, the high school's um, big pro teacher guy here. Let's yeah. pause and talk about that real quick. Yeah. I feel like a lot I'd of kids from our school area, district, whatever it may be, yeah. don't appreciate what they came from. And that's just called being from Fishers. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, being from a privileged area. Exactly. HSC High School, the HSC school district, whatever, like, as a whole, is a great place to grow up in. Oh, it's we fantastic. We've talked about this multiple yeah, times. It's fantastic. 
is the fact that people take for granted what they have. Because I've seen, I've gone to the IPS schools and taught, like, I coached wrestling down there it's last year. Much different. Yeah. Yeah, those kids, one-parent households. Yeah. Um, don't know where they're going to get their food from at night when, well, mm-hmm. not everyone at HSC is food secure, but, like, it's a much bigger population of food security than insecurity at that school. Totally. Totally. And you go down to, you know, Purdue Polytech, which is where I coached, and these inner city kids who don't know where their next meal is coming from. I, If you guys are listening to this podcast, t- don't take your high school, middle school, whatever it may be for granted. Those people care about you. They want to be there for you. And I'm a an, an example of that because if teachers didn't believe in me, stigma, my club stigma-free HSC never would have started. Yeah. yeah, and that's one of the big – I went to Fishers, and that wasn't as relevant at Fishers as it was HSC, obviously, but that was one of the biggest things that came out of our city yeah. in the four years that I was in high school. That's huge, man. That's so cool. The mental health advocacy in this area is amazing. Oh, the you, the awareness, you, the education yeah. is amazing. And that club got the ball rolling for a yeah. lot of other things. It really things. got the conversation It was yeah. awesome to be able to start that conversation, and it was good to have – a mayor and a city government that was so supportive of, totally. of me and my mission. Yeah. So speaking of the mayor, I might take a little bit of a sidetrack here. Did you guys see the beef you got into, or not beef, but quasi beef? Michelle Fullhart. Well, I didn't know she about the quote tweeted him. Okay. So what happened there? I, yeah, I was fill me in. So the school board, you know, so you know how they're not going to school anymore. Yeah. Person, yeah, right? and, and I and I heard that Fadness was pretty upset by that decision. Yeah. Yeah. And he was upset about that decision because they didn't inform him, and he d- he thought that we had the right um, right restrictions or whatever you want to call them yeah. in, in place for kids to be able to attend school. Yeah. But I think the school board thought, is it really worth losing a life or yeah. families to a disease just so we can go to school in person and get this $80 million that we're supposed to? Yeah. And I think the school board valued the student not saying mayor fatness doesn't yeah valued the student more than the money mm-hmm. whereas mayor fatness looked at it as we have done everything we possibly can to prevent this from spreading i think we need to be in schools and you know continue to teach that way because a lot of parents complain about having to stay home for their kids meaningfully so yeah um, it's hard to pay for daycare oh yeah uh, for some parents oh yeah um, just that stress of leaving your child yeah, at leaving home. Your child I, mean, at I, home I couldn't even themselves. imagine. And I so I see it from both sides. But I think in the long run, you're doing the the better good yeah. when you pull those kids out of school and make sure they're safe. Well, it's an yeah. interesting question in, in ethics and morality. I think where you stand on that is a good indicator of where you stand on a lot of things. Whether well, you it's a tough decision on Fadness's part. I mean, he, yeah. he, he obviously wants to do what's right. I'm just surprised by how much beef that there was between the school board and the city officials. I never thought I'd see that happen on Twitter. No, right. I I mean, it unfolded in front of our eyes. Like, it was completely public. Yeah. So what happened is Michelle Fullhart, who is an amazing lady, came to my open house. Um, Really? She's awesome. What's her position? She's school board. Okay. Uh, Okay. I think she's vice president. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mayor Fadness tweeted something about the decision, and she quote retweeted it saying, uh, this shouldn't be done over Twitter. You should have emailed me, blah, blah, blah. Ah, a lot of people were left uninformed. Yeah, and mm. when a public figure makes a statement as big as that, like while it may, in the grand scheme of things, it makes it, oh, Mayor Fadness is just disagreeing with the school board. Yep. In, in, major, in the grand scheme of things, Mayor Fadness should be updated on everything that's going on in this city. Yeah. He's, yep. a, he's the mayor. Yeah. So I see the school board's in the wrong for not informing him on what they were doing, but I don't think they're in the wrong for the decision. I think they're just in the wrong for the communication error. Well, imagine being a kid and, like, logging on to Twitter and seeing the the mayor beef with the school. Like, that's got to be a surreal thing. (laughs) Like, I would check for, like, snow delay stuff. Yeah. I couldn't imagine logging on and seeing, like, Twitter beef between the mayor and the school. That would – I – I guess the Zoom chats were probably blowing up after that. Fishers has had a lot of like great Twitter beef in we its have. history, but man, that's got to be up there, dude. That's got to be up there. The history of Fishers needs to include the Twitter beef from my eighth grade era to I guess your high school era. It dude. was we grew up in the pinnacle of Twitter beef, dude. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was like the thing. It was like the thing. Oh, oh yeah, I mean, know. you'd get on and be probably a big Twitter fight once a week. People would get exposed. 
That was that was the big word exposed. You'd get exposed. If there weren't a big fight for like two weeks, Max and I would manufacture a fight between Dude, us. Dude, we have like three or four out there floating around. Yeah, like just random like fake Twitter fights that people was, would get involved in. That was like I don't know why we didn't play football or anything outside. We would sit inside <laughs> and communicate. That was my favorite time. Yeah, to be alive. we would text each other and be like, "Twitter's pretty boring. You want to like fake fight?" Oh man, some people and we would this? do this. We would uh, also do fake birthdays. So we would like just tweet out like Dude. "Happy birthday, Max!" in like yeah. December, <laughs> and everyone would be like, "Oh, I can't believe we forgot Max's I birthday!" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Got him!" I would get like, "Yeah, that was like the stupidest thing." It'd be like seventh grade, and I get like, prank. "Yeah, I get like ten texts from people Such in the middle of June. Prank. My birthday's in November." I love Twitter. What do you guys think of the new update with like the little storied stories? Fleets? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I deleted social media <laughs> a while ago. I I've been off Twitter. How are you Instagram. supposed to promote our podcast, dude? I'll I'll hop on. It's on my computer. Dude, you're so much better I'll, than I'll me. I'll throw a reach. No, but I I heard about the stories thing. Yeah. Um, and that just completely solidifies the fact that Twitter, Snapchat, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, it's all the same thing. Well, Snapchat just introduced a TikTok type of thing. What's that mean? It, it's off to the side, and it, you can be paid money if you get featured on it. It's like a for you page for Snapchat. Is it like a? I mean, it's just yeah, a, it's scrolling like a scrolling feature like TikTok is, where the video automatically plays and. Yep. What? Yeah, Snapchat just launched that. So, what do you think about the conglomeration of all these social medias? I think it's. I don't have a lot to say about this. I, th- I think it's dumb. I think that social media has officially found a way to take humans and just keep us mm-hmm. on a platform. But did you guys watch that uh, that documentary, dilemma? The Social Dilemma? Yeah. Dude, I want to watch it. Me out. Out. You have to. It's fantastic. I, it made me turn off my phone for like 10, <laughs> ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> no, but this Social Dilemma like documentary, man, it'll scare the shit out of it you. It really. It's insane. And I and I knew the whole uh, the privacy dilemma when it comes to like Facebook and advertisement and the models that these social media networks use, but I didn't know like to the extent of how dangerous it was for like mental health. Like, oh yeah, those effects have been known for years. Though. But it's incredible. I mean, when yeah. it's just highlighted by like experts at Google who've worked there their whole lives, yeah. and they're they're saying to our faces like this this stuff was meant to like make you depressed, yeah. to make you anxious. That's why you keep coming back. That's just insane to me. Well, it, it's and evil. Ever since I watched that, I could pinpoint where I was like. Before seventh grade, yeah, I was generally like if I if someone asked me, I was happy, pretty happy. I was pretty happy, not very I, anxious, no existential stuff. Same. And then, like seventh and eighth grade, it was fine. Yeah, and freshman year, I was yeah. like everything because you get the weight of the world on yep. you, and you have no, there's no way to cope with it. Yep. And I mean, you have too. There's too many personal connections. There's, there's too much too on your shoulders, man. It's the it's the tragedy of choice almost. Yeah. You have to like now you have to care about this and this and this and this and this and this and, this, and if you try and care about everything there's nothing left in the tank and it's getting younger too i mean oh, these I kids know. are like they'll be in fourth fifth sixth grade with like six social media networks well you can't go to a restaurant without seeing like a seven-year-old on an ipad yeah i didn't have electronics till i was a freshman in high school you're I, shitting me that's crazy. i didn't have a phone i didn't Dude, have that's fantastic parenting yeah. Yeah. that's fantastic that i didn't have a phone or anything well you until high school. did you was it annoying for you until freshman year yeah, yeah, it was because I w- I wrestled, so I c- whenever I needed my parents to come pick me up, they'd be like forty five minutes late. Yeah, you know, wow. But like, in the long run, like I to this day I I don't really get on my phone that much. Yeah. Um, so I un- I understand the effects that social media has negatively on your mental health. Yeah. But I think it's all about the person. If yeah. you learn how to, l- everything is good in in limitations. So as long as Great you point. are able to limit yourself in whenever you're on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, whatever the fuck you're on, yeah, LinkedIn, um, <laughs> dude, I'm dude, addicted I, to I LinkedIn. I put hours into LinkedIn. <laughs> I pay for that shit. <laughs> I'm on premium, and I'm not letting that go to waste. <laughs> All that stuff is just dopamine, like yeah. And when it's dry, then you have no well, dopamine. It's like freebasing, kind yeah. of. I have no Not idea. Not that, that I means. would know. I have no idea what that means. It's okay for our listeners at home. Anyone under the age of eighteen, close your ears. Anyone uh, who's a law enforcement agent, close your ears. It's the, it's when you put the the drugs into your into your veins. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay. You know intense. what you mean. Which is literally what it is. Dopamine yeah. is being released into it's, your bloodstream. It's putting dopamine right into it. Anytime you get a phone notification. Yeah. I got a half chub. I don't know if if you guys have noticed this, but literally, if if I get a text, I'm. I'm I'm lit like I'm excited. oh yeah I'm excited I'm yeah. like oh yeah someone yeah. likes yeah. you it's a text yeah and then it's like <laughs> oh your someone's paying attention you. to me it's kind of cool so I know you had kind of a phone you had it earlier than me I got my first phone in sixth grade first iPhone in seventh grade and what did was it just like 
What do you mean? Was like just texting at that point? Or dude, like, yeah, I had like this Pantech like flip phone where yeah, like half okay. of it was a touchscreen, you'd slide <laughs> up, and then the other half was a keyboard. Okay. And I swear to God, I was on that thing for twelve hours a day, yeah. like for a whole year. Who are you even texting in sixth I grade? Could not tell you. <laughs> I could not tell you who I was. Probably like my family, right? I was yeah. probably like hitting up my aunt, and she like hated me. Yeah, like, dude, like, like leave me alone. Dude, it was like the, it was like the greatest thing ever. You're playing Bejeweled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Fruit> Ninja. <laughs> That's all I would do. And when I got my iPhone, it was even yeah. worse because, like, oh shit, now yeah. I have apps. Well, <laughs> now I have isn't games. Isn't it weird how we make the distinction between phone and, and iPhone? iPhone. Yeah. I was about to bring that up. That is very oh. strange because those are two very different things. Ooh. A yeah, flip phone. A phone is basically the the phone was meant to just make calls, calls, and like maybe text. I yeah. think it's like the wi- when I think of it, I think of like the wireless home phone. Yeah, that's yeah, what I think like, like yeah, yeah the one that's hanging up in your kitchen. Yeah, yep. only for nine one one calls. Yep, and like there's like you would open the cabinet, and there'd be a list of yep. like your neighbors. Yeah, and we still have that yeah, up there. We I don't do know too. Why we have a list, but it's like I don't know. We Most do of the too. neighbors have moved. Yeah, right. <laughs> there, there are neighbors that I have like in my cabinet that have like died, and we still <laughs> yeah. have their phone numbers. Like I don't, I don't. It's just something <laughs> Imagine that's that the one you're calling. You're like someone breaks in. You're like, why is an old man Jenkins picking up? <laughs> old man Jenkins. <laughs> Um, Why would you call old man Jenkins if someone was breaking he's in? He's speedy. He's old, crazy. Old, he's a crazy motherfucker. Dude, he's he a would, frightening person. He would mess up the, the robbers. <laughs> but I know also, because you had it pretty early, and you were, so do you think you got, because I've seen you delete social media a few times. Yeah, I've been off. It's and Sadly, it's so addicting that you come back. Well, yeah, but, but do you think because you had it early, you kind of got probably a little measured with yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, I was on Instagram in like probably like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's like something you could just, become so accustomed to. What do you even post on Instagram in 6th and 7th grade? What? What I did would you post? post? Memes. When did I first post? What did you post? Like you were young, what the fuck I do mean, you have to post about? Dude, I couldn't tell you and I wish I wouldn't have deleted those early posts cuz like and like I mean like freshman year you hit like a wall where you're like, "Oh man, I'm embarrassed." I had to delete Like I used mine. to be in 6th grade, I'm embarrassed myself. <laughs> but, like I deleted all those and I wish I wouldn't have. Cuz it was probably like random pictures of like <laughs> Paul George or, or yeah, like SpongeBob <laughs> me. I love this yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was all top text bottom text memes that I stole from the Kick Messenger app Reddit app. Yep. Kick. Yep. Oh my gosh. So Kick top was text crazy. bottom text memes is where it yeah. all started. For I got you. catfished on Kick once as I, a little kid. I could honestly I've been there, just by that. looking at you, I could tell you've been catfished on Kick as a little I kid. I know you have been catfished cuz I saw your stand up. I have been. You're cat- too ugly. I'm too ugly to be catfished. <laughs> Dude, catfishing's a scary thing. Well, you know what's funny is that <laughs> hot takes from Max Keithley. <laughs> <laughs> catfishing. Fresh takes. We don't say hot takes fresh on takes, this. Right. Fresh, fresh, fresh takes. takes. So, excuse me. What I think is nuts is that catfishing I feel like started off really good. <laughs> Dude, you can't, no. you can't dig yourself out of this hole. I'm going to. I don't mean really good as Joey's in... Joey's done some interesting takes really on this. I don't mean really good as in... I hate hot air, and I love catfishing. I don't mean really good as in, like, ah, oh, that's benefiting society. I mean the production value is good. Nowadays... You mean like, people gave a shit. People gave a shit. Nowadays, I feel like... Because there's a girl that went to our high school. I'm not going to say her name, but she's used to catfish all the time. Yeah. And the people that do it don't even, like, take out her Instagram handle anymore. So I'm lazy. Like it's low level catfishing. People are slacking. We are in the age of screenshot catfishing. Dude, at a certain point, right? Catfishing is just not going to be catfishing anymore. Yeah. It's just going to be, hey, this is me. Yeah. Do you want to meet? I don't know. Do I, you want to meet me? I don't want to get to that point. That's well, I, I'll strange. get. Do you think connections will become so virtual we won't need to meet in person? Dude, I sure I as hope hell not. hope not. Dude, touch is my love language. I sure as hell hope not. I, 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 I this is. I love this. Like we're right here. This is fantastic. When was the last sitting. time that like you've had like a long form com- and you guys have a podcast, so obviously you do this often. But like, yeah. I haven't had a long form conversation where I didn't check my phone, yeah. and I couldn't even tell you how long. No, I can't. I, I can't either. Like. <laughs> Joey checks his phone. That's why we need a. That's why we need a camera. Uh, if we had a camera, we'd need a Jamie. I am your Jamie. Sorry, guys. I gotta take this. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging with my boys. Let me be your Jamie. Hashtag Snapchat. Hashtag Crazy Talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I Red. hate that bit that I just did. Um, so oh, Maxwell, Jameson, Keithley, at the age of twenty. Uh, what's something That's that crazy? It's nuts. You, he just turned 20 uh, November 11th, Veterans Day. Yeah. Thank you, man. Salute all my I saw the interesting birthday posts. It's because I love them so yeah. bad. You like them? <laughs> yeah, they're funny. My, my friend group has a very odd way of, of saying happy birthday. I oh. love them. <laughs> uh, your friend group, so uh, outside looking in, your friend group's really weird. Really? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. You think it's weird? I'll agree. No, but I love, like, lovably weird. It's not yeah. like, it's like totally. oh, I'm going to stay away from those people <laughs> weird. But, like, you, Will White, Joey... Are all like fantastic people. Oh, we're weird know? fellas. Yeah, like 
I no, any no anytime I see you guys at IU, it's always like, hey, what's up? Like good times. But like you guys are weird as fuck. No, totally. Yeah. And I'm I'm so cool with that. I'm actually really cool with there's that. There's a lot of people out there, especially in college, that are so normal. Oh god. And it's so boring. Normal's boring. Normal's oh, it's boring. It's so boring. It's dude. gotten to the point where normal's weird. Like yeah. if you're normal, you're hiding something. Yeah. Or you're just an airhead. Yeah. I think no, pe- I agree. people also have this preconceived notion of what normal is. And like in college, you get people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. So their normal is going to yeah. be way different than that's a good point. Mid- Especially at IU. Fishers, Indiana normally. Yeah. You know? um, so I think we just, you just get a great like mix of people. Yeah. I mean, there's 60,000 60, students out there. Yeah, I, I don't mean to sound like a, uh, like a. Uh, Forever like 21 Jerry. t-shirt where it's like, w- normal people scare me. I just mean, like, <laughs> I don't want to talk with a guy for, like, an hour and a half about uh, the weather. The weather. Yeah, man. Like, talking about IU football is great for, like, ten minutes. But how about, and the, then, how about the movies? But I, w- I would talk <laughs> about, about IU football with you boys. I really would. Um, but <laughs> top 12? Top 12 in the nation? Top 12. The original crazy. question I was going to ask you. Penix for Heisman? Is what do you think, Heisman as a 20-year-old man and knowing what you know now, what yep. would you tell your 10-year-old self? Like, what would be, like, Whoa. if you could only tell your 10-year-old self one thing, it, what would you say? Oh, anything? my God. I'd if say I, keep growing that beard. You guys like it? I was I talking like myself. I'm, I'm, yeah. a big, I'm a big proponent of the beard. By the way, Dude, for the viewers, something. it's No Shave November. I am raising money for men's mental health. Um... Our, the link is in our Twitter. You can find it. I will post it after this. But that was just a little hell of a plug. I'm doing it too. I have a gross little hell of a plug. Neck beard. <laughs> yeah, dude, you like to grow the neck beard. I don't like to. 2013, Andrew Luck. It's all I can grow. <laughs> but what would you? Now I don't know, man. I really don't know. That's such up. a good question. I would probably tell my 10 year old self that, like, like I don't know, man. Stay off your phone. Yeah. Go make a friend. Go like sledding. Dude. Go play in the snow. Oh, I miss sledding. Yeah, you know. Like, life is so outside of of someone getting angry at you on Twitter. Yeah. You know? And that's something that, like, I think young people can get lost in. Easily. That's a really good point. And yeah. those, in my opinion, relationships have no value. They're invaluable. Yeah. They, because the things that Joey and I have done with this podcast in these last four or five months are invaluable to me. I will never be able to monetize what we have done. Yeah. Totally. C- That's it, so cool what you guys are doing, by the way. I wish props. We, I'd, man- I'd monetize it. We will one day. We'll make money from this I'll one I'll monetize day. it for you. I'll be your Jamie. You're not our Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I agree, it's though. so important to keep relationships, especially because you don't know when that person is going to go, you know? Yeah. R.I.P. Nate Moroz. I mean, one yeah. of my really good friends yeah. from yeah. elementary school on. That's um, so sad. It died in a tragic boating accident. Yeah, that's like, terrible. it is terrible. And great sh- example, man. And shit like that happens every day. Literally, oh, yeah. absolutely. People, people lose, people lose fa- friends, family, uncle, aunt, brother, sister, whatever it may be. Every day. Yep. You don't know when those people are going to go. We do not have a time clock of when we're supposed to leave from here. So, you know, get off your phone. Yep. Talk to each other. Hug each other. Kiss yeah, each man. other. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck. You know. Just totally. have a good time. Enjoy your time here. Totally. That's something that I can't emphasize enough. Like college yeah. has made me realize it's a lonely place sometimes, Dude. and you can't you can't fall into that pit of digging in your well, phone looking for friendships. I mean, some days go you outside. Just, you want to sit in your room and just like I'll just sit there in the darkness. Oh, that's cool too. I mean, like everyone uh, needs something to do well, in the dark. Well, I mean, on my phone. <laughs> I know what you mean. But though. and I I gotta force myself because if I hear you guys talking upstairs, I'm like I gotta cherish. Yeah. That I live with these people. I can't just because this is the craziest thing that I've done in college, and it's really sad. I reached the end Molly? of TikTok. Oh. Oh. Not Molly. Oh. I reached the end of TikTok. I literally scrolled so far that it would no longer allow me to scroll. And at that point, I was like, "That's impressive." I got because I've been on TikTok for like a long time. Honest to God, I clocked five hours. Never, never, ever. I've never had TikTok. I think I clocked five hours on TikTok. Five hours on TikTok. In Ranger, one why city. haven't you had a TikTok? What's up with that? Smarter than me. Privacy reasons. Uh, not even, dude. It's just I, I already have Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and LinkedIn. For like, Those are four things that four. I already spend a lot of time on. Yeah. And TikTok is just something that I would spend more no. time on, it's you know? You can get lost in it so quick. And I've seen it, dude. Like, uh, my roommates, like, they'll be watching – or my friends in general. Like, they'll be watching TikTok 
while they're doing homework or listening yeah. to Zoom class, Dude. and like you just get. I mean, it's easy to get lost in it. It's I funny. Mean, it's hours. Funny. It's I funny. will spend hours on that app. Addison Ray's bad. Like, oh, dude. The, the, like you She's s- so bad. I mean, and <sighs> I'm not even on that side of TikTok, though. No, Neither I'm not I. either. I'm I mean, not either. I'm, I'm not on TikTok either. either. I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time I, I uh, just I, I, I went to the bathroom without watching TikTok. Have you ever left your phone outside of the bathroom intentionally? When I was a kid, I, That's used, sinister. To, I used to read books. It's terrifying. So much anxiety. When your phone, like my phone's on the charger and I'm like, oh, do I really want to go to the bathroom right yep. now? Yep. It's it, it's a lot of anxiety. Dude, yeah. I've almost pooped myself waiting to get up to like 20%. <laughs> That's not even you know a you joke. need at least 20 in the bathroom. Because like, what if it's a longer one? All right. You right. don't want to. You want to be in there on five percent. Have your phone die, and you, you gotta And you don't want to be in the bathroom just with your thoughts. No, <laughs> with the door closed. That's what the shower's yeah. for. <laughs> I listen oh. to music in the shower. I actually brush my teeth and shower at the same time. Is that you're weird? one of those people? Is that no weird? good for you? I think that's a. It's strange. Don't get me wrong. It saves time. But it saves time, and it probably saves water. It's a one-way track to Wall Street, baby. Yeah, dude, you're like an entrepreneur with that. <laughs> you, could, you could be selling a fake book right now, and I'd buy it. I think Mark Wahlberg does that, and Zuckerberg. How to I brush mean, your teeth and shower at the same time? That'd be the title. It's two pages, <laughs> and everything. But you have to find pictures. you have to find the two <laughs> yeah. pages that have the words on it. It's a everything two else page is blank. Picture book. <laughs> you're like, ah, how do I? First step: turn on the water, and I'm already out at that point. Because, dude, we, we don't have, have water, so we have a stall shower. Yeah, that didn't come with a curtain. Yeah, Joey and I share this like prison gulag shower oh my that's God, like two is. feet wide, probably. I mean, I feel like Buddy the Elf, and I'm taking a shower, and I'm like five ten. The shower like, head's so small. The shower head is at bosom level. <laughs> it is at the level of my bosom. Not even kidding. Like it's it's unbelievable. I kneel to pray to wash my hair. Like I have to get down on my knees. By the way, everybody, Joey got a nice ass haircut today. All the blonde is gone. The blonde is gone. How do you feel being blonde less? I looked in the mirror and I dissociated. You're back to normal. Like, she cut my hair and she's like, you're not blonde anymore. I was like, how? Yeah, dude, it's been months. When did you get your, like, original dye in? What do you even call it? I mean, you got it colored, right? I bleached it. You bleached it. Um, So when was that? Like, March. March? Holy shit. Because the quarantine started and I was like, we're going to be in here forever. I might as well. Yeah. And then I did that, and I then Drake's son got released. I yeah, know, I remember that. Uh, whatever that his, beautiful baby boy. His, and his his son has gorgeous, gigantic blonde hair. And I dyed my hair blonde, and I have gigantic hair. And I was like, I look, I look like Adonis. Um, yeah, I mean, literally forty percent of you, I I would have believed that you were Drake's son. But um, I yeah no, I, it's been literally eight months that I've been blonde, and now I am a dark brunette. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I think it looks good. I mean, you're back to normal. I, I had frosted tips for a little bit. It I ca- love frosted it tips. It basically became became part of your identity, I feel like, you know? It's huge. It's, hair Hair's a big deal. I, I, I got frosted tips at the beginning of quarantine. Me and my brothers did. Just, you know, we said, fuck it. And that was the weirdest thing that I think I've ever done. I mean, I've never colored a part of my body. Like, it was different. Like, I yeah. looked in the mirror and I was like, whoa, It changes who is this? your identity a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's, it's strange. Kind of cool though. You spend your whole life kind of telling yourself like, "I have brown <laughs> hair." Yep, this is me. This is me. Uh-huh. And then one day you look in the mirror and you're like, "I have blonde hair. I don't exist. Uh, uh-huh. There's no me anymore." I agree. Dude, I thought about going all blonde like you did. Yeah. I really did, but I don't think I could have pulled that off. I For anyone who knows it. what I look like, ugly it, as fuck. Uh, dude, the ugliest person <laughs> you've ever seen, but with blonde hair. I mean, could you imagine? Could uh, you imagine a that? trash pile with a blonde toupee? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you have a girlfriend. No, I actually do think you could pull off blonde, but. I don't know. That's besides. What about the point. green? You would look phenomenal <laughs> with a sea foam green. <laughs> I could a green up. that's almost a blue. It'd God. be like grass, dude. I dude, it'd be like your little grass man. <laughs> God. Anyway. Um. So I just want to ask another question because I feel yeah. like, uh, we've been kind of shooting the shit a little bit, which I really very no, much it's all enjoy. Enough shooting the shit. Um. What has been your experience with living with roommates? What do you mean? Is in COVID. Because we've been trapped together. Yeah. You can't go out and talk to other people. What did you, what do you, th- is it what you thought it was going to be or is it different than what you were hoping your college experience This was? is where you talk shit about, Joe. Yeah. No, Dude, I'm, you're opening the door for me to do that. I'm giving now you I'm full nervous. opportunity to talk shit because uh, it's been weird. Yeah. It's definitely not what I was hoping for. Yeah. Because we're stuck together and it can, you know, things can boil over. So I just wanted to know, you don't have to name specifics, but it's yeah. like. Well, yeah. For, I mean, for those of you that don't know, I live with Joey and then two other of my roommates, which we're all pretty good buddies. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, sure, it gets annoying sometimes. Like, we're all yeah. sometimes in, like, a 10 by 10 just yeah. chilling. So that's weird. But 
I don't know. I kind of like it. I mean, we've all gotten way closer, and it's only been a semester, right? Mm -hmm. And I think next semester, hopefully, people are going to be going outside more, getting away from the apartment. You know, if spring comes and things are getting better, then hopefully then we'll all be, you know, getting back to regular campus life. But I, I haven't – I don't really have any complaints. I mean, it gets messy sometimes, yeah. obviously. It sure as hell wasn't anything that I expected. Yeah. But um, it's not all bad. Positive, negative, middle. I, yeah. I mean, I there there are positives and negatives. I would give yeah. it, I would give it more positive than negative though. Okay. My only negative. I, mean, I love is my roommates. We haven't thrown the frisbee at all. Dude, we Which haven't even thrown the football. At every all. time I watch a college movie, they throw the frisbee. At you the don't quad. toss the pigskin. We don't. We don't, we don't toss the pigskin, pig man. Dude, we okay. So over in Stadium Crossing. Oh, by the every, way, every we haven't day. seen you at all. Yeah, you I mean, we probably live recluse. Less, less than a mile from each I other. I do a podcast. Yo, you bastard. You're welcome anytime. You know where I live. I do. We play cornhole every day. Dude, I haven't played cornhole. Do you guys really play? Cornhole every day. Every day. Does anyone, I, anyone that you live with, call it bags? Uh, one of our neighbors calls it bags, and now we call her bags girl. Yeah, yeah, uh, good. I mean, good. You should also, harass that person before anyone is <laughs> mad at us no, for me. Unacceptable. We've all had COVID, so we can. We all have the antibodies, so we, we can have. realistically mingle. Let's talk we about all that. got COVID from the same person. Yeah. Yes. Same. I mean, it was the same gathering, wasn't it? Yeah, I wasn't there. We were. I was stupid with it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't at the gathering, but I still got it because my roommates were there. Let's but we yeah. all got it from the same place, so, uh, and we've never had the chance to talk about it. Yeah. Like, what was that like? Like, I mean, I don't want to like interview the interviewer here, but like, no, please. What you What you take away from it? Because I personally, I didn't think it was that bad. I was off my feet for a day, and I felt like shit. But you know. Two days later, I was fine. So for me, it was three days yeah. where it really sucked. And I talked to Joey about this because, yeah. um, you know, we talk a lot. We're friends. <laughs> um, for the, the first bad day, I was just really tired yeah. and really achy. Yeah. Dude, and the aches were big. Yeah. Aches were knees, uh -huh. lower Shoulders. back. Shoulders. Shoulders. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It's a joint pain to the max. Like, I can't even imagine someone with arthritis getting, <laughs> yeah. co getting COVID. That'd yeah, be bad. Um, How was your experience with the taste and smell? So my taste disappeared and my smell disappeared. Both have come back now. But I noticed my taste had disappeared when I got a Chick-fil-A sandwich, a spicy Chick-fil-A no. sandwich. And I couldn't taste no, it. No, dude. It was the worst thing. Mine happened yeah. with a McDonald's sweet tea. Oh, yeah. Equally good. It was a sweet tea. I, I swear it was that. a sweet tea, but it tasted like an unsweet tea. Yeah, you told me That's about that. That's sinister. I thought dude. they messed that up. It's terrible. And I, I lost it for like a week probably, and that was devastating. I just started eating the one-chip challenge to feel something. Oh, no. I Did you really? <laughs> well, we we got the one-chip. We have we have an abundance of one-chip challenges at my place. Uh -uh. But, like, so occasionally we'll just whip them out and do them. Where do you like, get those? Uh, you, liquor store. Those sound really? horrifying. Yeah. I can't liquor store. liquor store. I <laughs> but um, the thing for me is I lost my smell and taste for, like, two months. Like a very yeah, long time. Yeah, I remember yours was gone for way longer than everyone else's. What my point is, it's weird that it's different for everybody. Because you were down off your feet for three days. Three days. You were a day. Yeah. But. I what about you? I mean, how was the sickness? I had like six hours. Really? The same day that you did. Did you ever develop a cough? No. I don't remember. Because I did. I had a cough no. and sore throat. It felt more like a cold than anything. Did you feel lethargic at all? I felt. Well, I normally feel generally pretty lethargic. You're pretty lethargic? But just as a whole? Um. No, I felt I had the aches. I had a fever. I had like a 102 fever. I never got a fever. So I had yeah. that kind of fa like that kind of like oh whatever. I got a fever at night. Like I got the sweats. You got real the bad. night fever? Oh, I got the sweats. Got got the I got that midnight night <laughs> fever. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst when you have to change your sheets because oh, you peed again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had I had some bad aches and then but the worst thing for me, honest to God, the torturous thing was the smell and taste. It made every day a chore. Without a doubt. Oh, dude. I mean, it was it, there was no point of living. I honestly could not. There was no way I could tell that I didn't smell bad. Yeah. I was constantly afraid I was stinking up the joint. Yeah, right, dude. I mean, you couldn't smell your deodorant. I could. Like eating was a chore. Yeah, I didn't. I probably lost a couple pounds because I. Yeah. I mean, I skipped out on meals multiple times. I was eating like dinner. I wasn't even hungry. Yeah. But do you have any residual effects, do you think, from that? No. And I, I think since COVID, I've really picked up running, like, a lot. Yeah. Just because I've heard that you can have, like, a long-term effect. COVID can have a long-term effect on, like, your lung capacity, which is scary. I've heard a lot of people, you know, athletes even, that have had COVID, and months later, they're still not 100% back. So I, I really try to pick up running. 
Um, and honestly, I don't know if that's helped at all, yeah. but I feel completely fine. Well, I can't go up and down the stairs without breathing hard. But again, I, don't, I had that no, before. No, we have steep stairs. <laughs> I had that before COVID. <laughs> so there's this Brazilian Olympic swimmer that got COVID. And, I mean, when you, ta- when you think Olympic athletes, best athletes in the world, yeah. top of the line, best you can get, literally. He got COVID, and it destroyed him. Like yeah. he was bedridden for weeks. Jeez. Really? Yeah. I saw. I watched. I saw this on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, he no had person. aches so bad. He he said like at one point he wanted to die. Yeah. Gosh. The aches were so From bad. COVID. Yeah. How old was this guy? Prime. He was in his prime. Yeah. He's an Olympic athlete. Twenties. Yeah. 30s. Like prime. Like twenty thirties. Yeah. And he's getting fucked by COVID. So. Man. Yes. Yes, the mortality rate is low. Yeah, and and it may may make people think that it's not as dangerous as it as it is. Yeah, but if it can destroy an Olympic athlete's body, then it can definitely destroy mine. It can definitely oh. destroy yours. Without yeah. a doubt, that's the scary part too. Is like you just don't know what you're gonna get. I mean, COVID's different for everybody. I am a lot a, of it has to do with your genes. I'm a Pillsbury Doughboy compared to that guy. <laughs> and if it took down like a full knight in full armor, I am. Lucky that I'm still standing. I have zero shields. I have zero shields. <laughs> I'm <laughs> correct. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's really weird. It, like that's the like the cognitive dissonance that comes from that to me is like you see how bad it is for some people and how easy it is for other people. And there's so many different factors that can go into it. Like even if you don't have underlying conditions, you can still be knocked off your feet with it. Yep. And some people with underlying conditions aren't knocked off their feet. It's such a versatile virus which i think is why it's so scary to me because we have no idea really what it truly does on a fundamental level yeah i mean do you think it's going to be around forever i think it's going to be one of those things that's seasonal it'll definitely be like the flu right yeah i think it has to be yeah and it'll be coming seasons but i think it'll get less deadly as we figure out what the fuck it is yeah because i mean the flu kills (coughs) nine hundred thousand people a year that's nuts yeah, and that's just the flu. That's just the flu. Some people don't so even yeah. get their flu shot. I mean, what right. the hell is COVID going to do to I people do. when I you refuse that. to get a COVID shot? That's dangerous. Or the microchip. Right, we can get into that. Because uh, then Bill Gates can know how much I boogie. <laughs> I Bill Gates can know how much I sleep at night. I don't want Bill Gates to know my sleep patterns. Bill Gates freaks me out. He'll make me buy the new Xbox, and everyone knows I want the <laughs> PlayStation 5. Okay? My sugar mama. My, my sugar mama. If you guys don't follow Joey Cerrone on Twitter, at Joey Cerrone underscore... Uh, it's he tweets some good content. Good I get content. some streaks where I'll tweet yeah. some stuff. I mean, you'll have 40, 50, 60 like tweets consecutively, and, and then, then like I, zero, and then I won't tweet. <laughs> well, dude, I tweeted one. Grid. I tweeted one that flopped so hard like Wait. two days ago. I don't even remember what I tweeted, but like I was waiting, and like two hours had gone by, and nobody had done anything to it. <laughs> Is that <laughs> when you delete your tweets, or do you ever delete your oh, tweets? Oh, I delete my tweets. Do you after that? I feel like I need to. I haven't tweeted in like months, but like I feel like there's some weird stuff out there that doesn't need to be out there. No, dude, I my, <laughs> my Twitter's a wasteland sometimes. Like I'll get on a hot streak and I'll be like, I gotta capitalize on this. I'm getting f- some followers. And I'll tweet one thing and I'll drop like 15 followers, and I'm like, <laughs> I played that wrong. How many followers do you have on Twitter? I've never gone above 710. I'm at 704. Okay, that's a lot. I just I will go up to 704, and then I'll, well, you were at like 1200. I don't think I ever broke a thousand, but I was at a I was at like eight nine hundred probably, and then on my eighteenth birthday, I decided that I was going to be a jackass and change my birthday on Twitter, like because I, I had a Twitter when I was like thirteen fourteen, and obviously I, I put my birthday in as like an eighteen year old at the time or mm-hmm. a sixteen year old, and then Twitter caught me. They found out that I was lying and they like they got rid of my account, so I had to have a new account. My new account is at Maxwell Keithley. I don't ever tweet. I'm a retweeter. How do you spell your last name? It's uh, K-E-I-T-H-L-E-Y. I swear to God, if anyone spells it K-E-I-T-H-L-Y, I'll get upset. I still, I still spell it. I'll get like upset. That. I That's wrote you a letter. You spelled it wrong? And I spelled it wrong. Where else can people find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, but I am private, so I got to know you. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, I think it's at Maxwell Keithley on Instagram. Did you and spell then, your last name? Uh, yeah, it's K-E-I-T-H-L-E-Y. I'm going to reiterate that once again. If you spell it L-Y, I'm not going to be your friend. What's your your phone number? No. <laughs> what's, your, what's your LinkedIn? You guys want to know my email? <laughs> no. Social Security? Uh, any other thing you want to plug? Anything that I means a lot to you? I don't have a whole lot to plug, to be honest with you. Not any charitable, super out there. Any charitable organizations? Um, donate your money. You heard it here first. Max Keithley hates charity. He hates Fresh it. Fresh take. Fresh take from Joe Cerrone. Um, But anything you got upcoming? Any 
any big projects that you're working on? Just hoping to get straight A's. That's the project, man. Finishing that, the semester strong. Aren't we all? Yeah. Uh, so you can also follow him on SoundCloud at the Broad. What is it? The Broadcast. The Broadcast. You can check us out on SoundCloud. We have. I think two or three podcasts sitting around. <laughs> Max and I used to have a podcast together. <laughs> this was like junior year of high school. So, uh, I three, four years ago now. That's insane. God, yeah. I don't like three guys. That. Yeah. Um, wow. But do you have anything else you want to say? Any other closing statements you want to tell the people? No. I mean, thank you guys for having me on. This was awesome. I can't remember the last time, like I said, that I've had like a long form yeah. conversation with someone without a phone involved. So this is pretty cool. Well, you're gorgeous. We're yeah, excited. We yeah. were excited to have you, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. Again, find him on Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Social Security, LinkedIn, all um, at Maxwell Keaton. But we'd love to have you again. Thank yeah. you for coming here, man. Thanks for having um, me on, guys. This was a blast. I think you could definitely be a repeat guest, if not a mainstay. If you would like, I'll, fuck this I'll, be a, I'll be a repeat guest. All righty. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, thanks for being here, Max. Yep. You, you got anything you want to say, Review? We'll see you next week. Wear masks. Love each other. Bye, beautiful. See you guys. God, that was terrible. Hold on, boys. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Fresh Take with Ranveer and Joey. You can follow us on Twitter at Fresh Take WRJ or Instagram. My Instagram is at Ranveer Sandu. Joey's Instagram is at Joey Cerrone. Uh, please give us a follow and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the podcast. See you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.